Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome to Criminality Podcast, the podcast where we know loving reality TV isn't a crime. And thank goodness, Rebecca, that it's not a crime because this week there is no crime. The only crime is Hurricane Ian and you moving and just timing and losing electricity and internet. So this is kind of a bonus episode. So we're not leaving you guys without an episode. It's not the regular episode this week. We are going to be doing something a little different. Rebecca, tell us what it is or introduce yourself or whatever you want to do. (laughs) Yeah, all bets are off. This is a whole new format. This is a whole new show. If you're just tuning in, well, stay here, but then go back. No, this is going to be so much fun. What we're going to do, because this was a criminally difficult week for us and we are thinking of those for whom it was much worse and we know people are still displaced and they're still flooding. Um, I'm still moving, frankly, so (laughs) It's just been a lot. So we just wanted to do something fun where not as much research was required. And I'd been watching The Real Girlfriends in Paris. And I coaxed Melissa into joining me on the journey. Mm -hmm. And she said yes. And I thought we could just maybe recap it. And recap, we're using lightly, loosely. Ben and Ronnie watch What Crappens Live. Watch what happens live. Watch what crappens. They are the recappers. They have the voices. Yeah. They have the notes. I don't think my notes are that great, but I'm going to do my best. So this is just our little version of doing that, right? You can listen to their recaps and know what actually happened, plus have a more fun experience than watching the real show. This won't be like that, but I do think it'll still be fun because this is a fun show. This is a fun show. Okay. The Paris one, not criminality. (laughs) Okay. Well, we might even have different opinions on that because Rebecca, I'd like to start this off by saying I've never made you watch six episodes of 90 Day Fiance. And that's what this feels like. This feels like my 90 Day Fiance. I'm coming in from a different point of view than I think you are. um, This is going to be so fun. Yeah. Wow. What do you hate so much about it? opening scene there's a girl named Anya and she literally has croissant on her shoes which is croissants I know you were born and bred in the U.S. ma'am but she calls it croissant and she says the line that I hate so much a bite on the lips is a lifetime on the hips so she like you know wears her croissant instead of um eating them and right there I'm like this ain't my crowd you lost me this ain't my crowd yeah there are too many (laughs) 
full sets of teeth on my television right now. I need some <laughs> gaps and holes to feel more like I'm at home. <laughs> and of course, me on the other side, I am a little YA obsessed. And I would say this is older than YA, but it's that perfect stage right after. It's like the big, they're on the cusp of the rest of their lives. They are in their prime. <laughs> I could be their mom. And so I'm just wistfully watching them dream big dreams in gorgeous clothes. I, I love, I love almost everything about it. I love almost everything about it. I'm trying to keep my eyeballs in my head. (laughs) And you know what? I didn't mean I, I, it isn't fair. It isn't fair that we're doing this. So we'll work out an arrangement where I have to watch something. This feels, (laughs) what's the French word for, you know, I'm laissez compétent. I will turn my screen down (laughs) if you start speaking in French to me. I don't know any French and my accent is the worst, so it's not going to happen. Rebecca, um, the idea of Real Girlfriends in Paris, like, so this is a Bravo show. There's been six episodes now, seven episodes. Did you say it is or isn't a Bravo show? It is a Bravo show. Okay, good. Yeah, it is. So to me, it feels a little like Bravo's now like, okay, Real Real Housewives of New York is tanking. We don't know what to do. Emily in Paris is a thing. Let's put together some girls who hashtag don't know each other that well. Give me a break. No, I hate that. No, they don't. I mean, it, it's not unlike Housewives in that way. Like sure. a lot of these girls are not, you know, in real friendships, but it does feel like a little pregame to Housewives, like a little warm up, like a okay. little like, hey, instead of like stretching out women in their 60s, like and watching that devolve into maybe like maybe there's a time where there should be a limit on your housewife dumb. Okay. This is like the antidote. It's like, let's get them while they're still fresh, like before they're housewives. And I don't know. I think that's a refreshing POV, to be honest. Listen, to be honest with you, what I love about my housewives is when they have like IBS and they're on vacation and <laughs> Sonia's wearing a diaper. Like I don't Relatable want the hot content. girls. Yeah, I don't need to look at a girl who hasn't had to take a picture holding her neck up just to see what it looks like. I can't relate to that, Rebecca. I'm like you freaking hottie little girl. At one point they're talking about how they don't ever exercise and they just eat fritas fries all the time. I want to flush my head. Yeah, no, it's, it's it's a reasonable response. It's unfair. Youth is wasted on the young. And this show totally depicts this, you know, perfectly. But what we have on our side is the advantage of, you know, hindsight in 2020 and looking back. And I enjoy watching these young women make silly mistakes. Like nothing is super high stakes, but it True. feels like it is to them. And like we know sitting on the other side of, well, I'm on the other side of 40. You aren't. But I know it's <laughs> all going to be year. fine. Right. And they just don't know yet. And I just, I mean, I'm so enjoying watching it. But you mentioned Anya. So why don't we like go, go down the list of the friends for anybody who hasn't watched. We are specifically going to be talking about the most recent episode, which is episode number six. I think so. But we'll probably refer to other moments. And here's the um, the list of the, the girlfriends. Okay. So Anya is the one you mentioned. And she's a bit older than the other girls. So she's. I don't know how old she is. Early maybe 30s, 30. like 32. It, it was yeah, I think so she's, insulting. I think she, and they, and she's she's so old, they've had to call her not Anya, but Mania. Mama Anya or Mamanya. Yeah, something. Mania, because she's like the house mother. And she's also lived in Paris the longest. So to set the scene, they're all expats, right? Right. They, I guess one girl split her time between the States and Paris. That's Margot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And she's a native French speaker because um, her dad was French. But otherwise, most of the girls 
are from the United States right. and other cities, and they're trying to make a go of it in Paris. And what I think is fun about that is we see, we've seen like this story play out in New York. We've seen this in LA in movies and shows. Like, I kind of think it's fun to see an American person make it in Paris. Fully agree with you. There's one thing to move like when I was young, early 20s, I moved in my same state a few hours away. It was a big deal. Like it was a whole new life, all new people, all new friends, new job, new everything. So it's a big deal. So the idea of moving to another country and learning a new language and learning new customs and stuff, I will give you that. I will not and I will give fault them, them that. for their teeth, that perfect freaking <laughs> mouths and teeth and everything gorgeous that they have. That is actually a very interesting thing. And it's very cool to see them. Like none of their families really live there, I think, except Margot's. Everybody else's family is in the U.S. So, I mean, that's a big, big move. Yeah. I mean, it says a lot about who they all are. These are very, you know, independent, ambitious, brave Open to okay, adventure. Calm, calm okay, I'm overselling it. I'm totally okay. So we've got Anya. We're not giving and, them the um, brave hashtag. Come on, let's go. It's kind of brave to move to another country, even if that country is full of like warm chocolate and croissants. They're still, you know, like they're some eating cheese are... around the clock. Oh my know, gosh, let dream. me give you a freaking medal. This is I'm very I, jealous. The amount of you're cheese just in the show. Jealous. It's just become clear to me what is actually at the heart of this, of the contempt. So we have Aja, who is one of, I don't know, they're all pretty feisty, but she's yeah. she's definitely, you know, extroverted, fun, calls it like she sees it. She has a French boyfriend. She's a great French speaker. And I think her company that she works for is, oh, I remember, she works for a Parisian company, but wants to stay living in Paris, but work for a company in New York because they pay better. So she's on the look out right. for a new job but I don't remember what industry she's in but I don't think it's fashion like all yeah. the other ones all the rest of them it's all fashion, the rest of them fashion. the whole lot of them yes or maybe just two but fashion is a big topic but we'll get there so that's Aja then we have Casey who's from California who I think is delightful but has just devolved like I don't know what happened to her but she's she just lost she spiraled and she's She's trying to stay in the country, and I'm sure it's a very bureaucratic red tape process to go through. She cannot seem to get it together, even though everyone else has been able to. So that's a journey she's on. Yeah, and she doesn't want people to ask her about it or say, I think it's going to work out for you. You'll get your visa because the last person that did that, she stopped talking to. So you can't even really be positive with her. So I don't know, like, what you're supposed to do. But at one point, she's just eating McDonald's that she, like, Uber-eated the day before. And I the that was after. relatable. I like that. That Right? And she was like, oh, there's my McDonald's. I wonder what's in there. I'm like, wow, one, it's still there. Two, she doesn't remember what a night she had. Three, she was wearing like a gauzy black and fur dressing gown. Yeah, I don't know. That was That's a night I've never had, but kudos to her. <laughs> yeah, they're all living some kind of life and we are just spectators in it and and it shows when she showed up in that number embracing their life and you love it and you're cheering for them and i secretly am just so freaking jealous that no i can't even say that i'm not jealous i really just you're not jealous mm -mm. the cheese part only yeah yeah the proximity to 24 7 cheese everywhere they go there's a cheese cart cheese just know. everywhere all day try a slice eat it like lady in the camp I know. that part was a lot we for need me. to do we have listeners in france identify yourselves and invite us <laughs> okay so that's casey then we have victoria 
who I think is from Texas. She's from Dallas. And she, her story is that she went out there a couple years ago and she is a like senior designer at she a is. fashion label, an American label that is housed in Paris. And she's right. newly divorced. She was married very young, divorced very young. And now she is like living her best life post-divorce. She is. Yeah. Well, when she was like, back when I was married, I'm like, ma'am, you should still be in diapers. How old she are looks, you? She's like, so she young. could be a senior in high school. I know her skin is flawless. It, it really, at this point, this is where I'm starting to hate. When I just see perfection yeah. every second, I'm like, yeah, where's no bad angles. Yeah. Nobody's got like I a know. UTI or anything. Very disappointing. You know what? <laughs> We'll get there. We'll go through the whole list and then we'll get there. But yeah, I know they really do. It's a little bit too charmed. But um, so then there's Victoria and then Emily. Emily to me is like the wrench in the whole cast. Okay. Wait, you love Emily? <laughs> go, no, no, go. no. I was going to say she gives me big Natasha um, Leone vibes. Yeah, good right? call. Oh I thought gosh, that's what you were going to say. The voice and the hair. No, she just like one of these things is not like the other and it's Emily. It's like, mm-hmm. and it's so funny to me that her name is Emily. Cause of course there was Emily in Paris, which got absolutely roasted and slammed absolutely. as the worst show ever. Mm-hmm. This show feels like a great antidote to that, but then there's still like a really, but as soon as they say annoying, her name, you're like Ooh, dumb okay. Emily in Paris. Mm-hmm. Like it's yeah, inescapable yeah. somehow. Um, she's kind of a disaster to me of all of them, even more so than Casey. Well, I could, could not look somebody in the face that called me babe all the time at 20 oh. years old babe babe all of them really do it but, but somehow Victoria when she does, does that it, too yeah hey babe I know that's it. her <laughs> yeah. I'm Remind starting me to not twitch. to greet you that yes. way <laughs> well it's like yeah, somebody's it's not so mine. young and it feels very it just I almost feel like they're all playing dress up and they're not living these real oh, yes. lives and yes, so they're Yes. There we go. I agree with you on I'm going to have you agree with this you show by the end. I'm just I know. Kidding. What I'm describing sounds so much like I like it. And it's not because I think it's so great or good. It's like, I just respect them because I that is what I think they're doing. I think they are, if they're not actually living, they are trying to live the life of this dream, like a fantasy, not sure. real life. And I just, I find it entertaining. I find this it complete. Is, I just, this is an Enneagram thing, 100%. This is where our Enneagrams go boop, different ways. Because yeah. to me, I'm it's like, so true. safety. This this moving to another country thing and not having your visa worked out is not going to fly with me. And you're like, dream a little dream, butterfly. Go on. Yeah, and like, life. if you feel French, you are French. That's a four. Oh, gosh, yeah. <laughs> That's an Enneagram four. Like. <laughs> <laughs> and I think all of France would disagree. So lastly, we have Margot, who is of like French heritage. So she's sort of a dual citizen and she is uh, of very old money, which we find out in episode six, just how rich she is. But um, she is an interesting character, too. You know what I do like about the cast? They really are distinct from one another. They're all the same in that they're literally all beautiful, young, in interesting careers or pursuing interesting careers and seem to have kind of like the the golden touch about them like they're all very like lucky Mm -hmm. in some ways but they're all their personalities are really different which goes to your point like these women were not friends in real life like Mm -hmm. they would not find each other under normal circumstances maybe a couple which we start to see happening in the show but I don't think outside of it it would happen so so we've got Anya, Aja, Casey, Victoria, Emily and Margot so let's go into episode six now that we know who we're who the girlfriends are Absolutely. So I think we we got the McDonald's scene and that was like 
Casey's way of coping with, I guess she had just been at the prefecture. I don't, I, you know, I assume that's like some government agency office where you have yeah, to sort out. Yeah, adjacent is what they kept yeah. kind of describing it as. And, and probably even worse. And, you know, on Mama Anya and everyone had been trying to help her and still, you know, it looks like she's going to have to go home to L.A. because she can't get her paperwork sorted out. And it's weird because she's there as a French tutor. So she's a great speaker. Oh, yeah. And her teaching methods are interesting. She, like, lets them play Nintendo Mario with her. Yeah. I thought it was, like, cute. Like, I was like, that's kind of really fun. Like, she's meeting the kid where they're at, making them say it in English. But it's like if anyone could do it, couldn't she? She speaks the language. She called to make her appointment, and I was like, wow. you." It's one thing to talk to somebody if with an you know if you have like if you know some of their language face to face because you can like yeah. <laughs> make motions and stuff like that yeah yes thank you that's the word um and uh and she's just on the phone so it was incredible to watch her it was just so smooth for her to be able to I know. do it and yet still she just hot mess express. but I think she's one of those people that gets overwhelmed by details and I get it like mm-hmm. I I see a little bit of myself in that. Like I've learned, I'm older. I have life experience on my side. Like I know how to plow through and make that happen. Right. But it was like a little hard to watch because I feel like, I feel like Shep would say she's the architect of her own demise. I mean, this is a fitting situation for that because like she's going home because she couldn't get her stuff together. I don't think it was like, well, in France, one of the options was like, yeah. So it was like, she was trying to renew her visa. So you have all these different options. K-1 visa, I'm sure is one of them, but a working one you have to work full time and then there's this one student one and they were like yeah you just have to take one class and she's like do it for me how do I do it do it will you do it what's the website I'll do it right now while they were out and they're like well how about not right now and but like she just but it's like what's the website it's like they just told you the school like it's very easy for you to now figure out how to get to the website like she's a smart young woman but she's just she gets very easily overwhelmed yeah that's that's tough and that comes with age (laughs) It comes with age. You learn a little. Yeah. Um, but know. yeah, that's a that's a lot. That would be that would be tough. So then we see Margot, who is getting a tiny tattoo, and we learn about French culture and that they don't like tattoos, which I had no idea. But come to think of it, yeah, I don't you don't. I guess I don't. I know. mean, according Actually, to Margot, I, we're taking one person true. and saying <laughs> that's true. But I'm going through French people I know, and I'm like, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I'm trying to picture tattoos, but neither here nor there she's like but I found one you know and she's got all these little cute petite tiny tattoos all over super cute and yeah she so she's getting another one and facetiming and then she shares that she has one that um is supposed to say remember death which is sort of like a big in latin I guess like okay I guess that makes sense to have but what happened was kind of dark anyway (laughs) It is kind of dark anyway, but it is better than what she ended up getting, which is momentum towards death, which that's like where you and I are sitting. Like, Mm -hmm. we have that. Like, she is, she's just like, oh, remember death? Like, it's that thing that's going to happen in a thousand years. And we're like, no, no. It's momentous. We're rolling. We're rolling quickly. Yes. (laughs) It's all downhill. But um, I thought that was really funny. And I actually really like how she owned it and was just like, oh, "Oh, yeah, yeah, this is what that says. I really need to fix that. I'm like, you really do. Uh, My husband has uh, tattoos. He has Chinese characters on his arm, as men of that age may do. And he thought it said hope, love, and strength, which is still random to have on him at 18. But he actually, he asks someone and it actually says hope, love, very strong. (laughs) 
<laughs> which isn't too far um, off, but it's kind of hilarious. I actually I love it. really like that. And I think it makes it, I, I like that. In this case, that's better. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I mean, think that's really fun. His first tattoo experience, he said he walked in, they opened the, you know, book of options and they said, which one do you want? And he goes, mm, that one. And it had no, you know, 18, just first thing you do. So, you know. Luckily, we grow that's, up. Luckily, we grow that's up. That's a lot of people's story. And I do think there is a large population of particularly American people who have tattoos that they think say one thing, but actually say another. I'm sure. Yeah. I have four tattoos, only ones in another language. And I had like three people fact check because <laughs> I was so nervous. And it's not a language I can read or speak. So I was like, please make sure this says what I think it says. Uh, um, can yeah. I give one quote from Casey before that I loved and I've never heard before? Yes. You know what it is? I don't think I wrote it down. It sucks to suck rubber duck, but I'll still be floating. I was like, I've never. Have you heard that? I've never heard that. No, I haven't heard it. And it's great. And I wish she could take it to heart a little more. <laughs> yeah. It sucks to suck rubber duck, but I'll still be floating. I was like, wow, yeah. I want that And tattoo. she will. Yeah. No, that that is that is cute. And it is way better than the rest of the quotes that I wrote down from the rest of the episode, which were just like, cliche after cliche after oh. cliche but we'll get there yeah. so that was mm-hmm. a good one so then I think the girls are getting ready for their weekend trip to Margot's house is that what you think yeah that's what that? I think happens okay. they're talking she's talking to uh, Margot about going to I always thought it was called cans but I swear they said something else it's can just singular but there is an s on it is it me reading but it or have I heard it did I make what? it up did I make up that it's called Cannes? I thought it was called the Cannes Film Festival. Well, it looks like it is. It's C-A-N-N-E-S. So I think a lot of people say that, but it's called Cannes. This or, is it's really a called like Mandela <laughs> effect. <laughs> yeah. It, it, this it and Onus like don't exist. Is it Cannes? I Cannes can't. Film, film Festival. <clears throat> Cannes. I think it's Cannes. The croissant. I don't think you say film the festival. S. Yes. Okay. Someone will tell us for sure. Ugh. I'm not sure. But they have a house there. Like, they can do. is like, you know, fancy. Yeah. I mean, I don't know much. I don't even know how to say it. Well, but I do know it costs same. a lot of money to be there, apparently. Yeah. And, and it's known for the most gorge. internationally acclaimed film festival. Yeah. And then they show the house. And so we know Margot's rich because her storyline is that she doesn't need to work. And because she doesn't need to work, she doesn't know what she wants to do with her life, which I do think is a real... I was going to say problem, but like champagne problem. Let me yes, qualify that. Yes. Like that's a struggle when you don't have to make a decision because you don't have to support yourself or pay your rent. I do think people like that can find themselves in these very like, I don't know. They just get in a rut. It's very yeah. easy. And her dad comes over. Her rent is paid. Um, and then we find out this is their like country home. And it's like, I mean, it's so European old money. Honestly, the housewives could never. Kyle has never been to a place like this. Like that's what I was thinking. We've and never these girls seen are anything so like young. This. Mm-hmm. I remember in high school, one of my friend's moms took us to a, a hotel at um, Ocean City, Maryland, and it was called the Coconut Mallory. And I'm like, have I ever been anywhere this nice? Like the name. <laughs> I mean, I was like, this is not a brand, like a chain hotel. It was yeah. the Coconut Mallory. We thought we were living. I don't think my 20-year-old self could handle walking into someone's French estate in Cannes. I think no, I, would I would just... I would walk off the hill on the other side and just be like, I don't away. belong here. Yeah, yeah, and then the chef comes out and is just ready to, like, make them what they want. She has a chef. 
Chef Richard, I think, or I don't know how to Why say his I name. Why did I want to say Dominic? Okay, <laughs> you're right. you went way off nope. on that one. I think I it think was Richard. Richard. <laughs> okay. But he lived, so they would live there like six months out of the year or something, and he makes all their meals, does all the chef stuff, but then he just watches the property for the other time. Six months out of the year, Richard is living my best life. It's a great gig if you can get it, man. I mean, yeah. it's a caretaker. I want that job. So, Rebecca, before we go any further, I do have one thing I need to bring to your attention, and it's this. Yes. Do you Did you ever notice her shirt? I noticed that a lot of her outfits have uh, a lot of, like, inanimate objects on them, like real things, like martini earrings. She had martini glass earrings. I can't see what's on her shirt. What oh, is it? Oh, it's two boobs. That just boob there. Oh. Boob there. Oh. Her entire wow. confessional that's her outfit for the entire confessional. And she's just out How here did flashing I miss us. That? How did I miss that? That actually doesn't seem on brand for her, to be honest. Like, of all of them, she's not a prude at all, but she seems a little more, like, conservative about how she talks about sure. boys and stuff. Yes. So I'm surprised she's wearing the boob shirt. Isn't it shocking? I just, you know I wasn't expecting shown it. me, it's all I can see. And before, I totally missed it. I know. I think my Twitter FYP might be trying to tell me something that <laughs> I'm only just now realizing. Um, it could be a lot of messages they're trying to send. Um, might just be that you might like this shirt because it's so you. Yeah. Um, so the girls come in the house and they're all blown away. I mean, they're all what we're doing. I mean, I don't think this is normal for most of them. Sure. Except for Margot, but also back to Richard for a sec. She also reminds us that she's known him since he was 10, that he was very much there for her during her parents' divorce. And I'm like, that's so great, like to have that additional sure. family figure, an adult that's safe and outside your family. But then their relationship seems a little too close. And I think this is where I feel as old as old can be because Margot says she reveals that she shared her very first. What do we call those on here? Penile picture. <laughs> Penile pictures with him, her very first. So I'm like, she's so young that she got these at like probably a really young age. So yeah. I already feel like that's a chasm between us that we'll never be able to bridge. No. Second, that her instinct was to show him is interesting. I can't think of a family friend I could share anything intimate with like at an adolescent age, right? Like, it's no. so interesting. Yeah, I, think I don't... this is a French culture thing, too. Yeah, you're probably right. He also was the one that gave her her first cigarette before she was old enough to right, buy them. Right, exactly. So They're like, we smoke cigarettes, we barriers. discuss sex. Yeah. yeah, it's all, c'est bon. <laughs> I will turn the Zoom off immediately. <laughs> oh, I just hope everyone's cringing right now. Um, <laughs> Me, too. So that, that was, so we meet him. So that was interesting. And he's preparing a salad. They're just making food and, and they're talking about what they're going to do their time away. They're going to be really living it up. An introvert's nightmare. There's nobody's talking about, yeah. let's watch TV and you can see the beautiful sunsets in the background of Will and Grace. Yeah, there was no laying in the pool plan, movie night plan. No. There was casino plans, which ended up being, honestly, my dream casino. Our show has been around for more than three years now, which is really something to celebrate. But when I think back over all of our episodes, one that really sticks in my mind, of course, is the one about the bling ring. There were literally teenagers breaking into the homes of celebrities and stealing thousands, if not millions of dollars worth of items. 
There is just something so scary about someone being in your home without your knowledge, even beyond just having your things taken. And that's why when it comes to home security, I only trust my home to Simply Safe. Simply Safe isn't just some old fly-by-night security system. It was actually named the best home security systems 2024 by the US News and World Report. On top of that, Newsweek named it best customer service and home security, which is really huge because if my house or the people that are in it are in jeopardy, I want to know that I'm speaking with people who are there to help me. We've had Simply Safe in my house for several years now, and Rebecca got her system last year, and there's a lot of comfort in knowing that I have indoor and outdoor cameras all around the house. And if you aren't sure whether it's something you'd actually use, you should definitely give it a try. There are no contracts and a 60-day money-back guarantee. Simply Safe has given me and many of our listeners real peace of mind. We want you to have it too. Get 20% off any new Simply Safe system when you sign up for Fast Protect monitoring. Just visit simplysafe.com/criminality. That's simplysafe.com/criminality. There's no safe like Simply Safe. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So they're making their plans, and this is where Margot reveals that she's going to be doing this go-go concept. She has a go-go tattoo because her nickname is Go-Go. Yes, thank and you. And so then I think that's This is happened. important. Right, so this happened before Can, and she was saying um, her nickname is Go-Go because she's Margot, and so she's come up with this idea called the go-go concept. Now, keep in mind, over the course of the six episodes, she the last I remember, she wanted to create an agency to represent artists. Right. Remember that? I mean, that was about it. That was as detailed as that plan really got. I just want to be the one that represents them and finds them. Right. It was very vague and very much not based on anything she's done yet or (laughs) it was so weird. And then she was talking to Victoria about the business plan who was like, and did you work on the business plan? She's like, yeah, I've totally changed it. Go-Go Concept is the new... What is Go-Go Concept? I didn't write that down and I forgot. um, It's just uh, one thing I know, the first thing that they're doing is once she gets the samples in her hand, so this has got Sonia Morgan written all over it, is the um, slip dresses. That's it. Just slip dresses. It's slip dresses. Just go-go. Yeah, there's not really anything else going on with it. But she, like, acted like she created slip dresses, and this was her thing. I think that's what I'm just relishing is their boldness and being like, yeah, slip dress brand name it's a brand it's happening like it's really borderline delusional that's what i see is the delusion and you see the excitement and the passion i appreciate that about you i see both and i'm like so fail like you're you're 20 you're gorgeous you're rich yeah i guess i could be try it margo like yeah yeah that's true you know it's very what does she have to lose marks i don't know maybe very bookmarks yeah there's not a lot going on there yeah, one thing they said when they walked in the house, though, is gorgeous girls love Margot's house. And I wanted to, again, throw myself Wait, down the hill. Somebody said, said gorgeous, gorgeous girls love Margot's Margo's house. I don't know. It, it was it, – the voices all sounded the same after a while to me. That is so weird. But I was not a fan of that line. 
Also, I thought it was interesting, you know, the rooming situation, who's going to room together, because that's always such a, a housewives right. trope mm-hmm. that Margot announces in the car on route from the airport that um, she'll have her own room. Victoria will have her own room. Emily will have her own room. Yeah. Who's going to be Aja. Anya and Aja. Mm-hmm. Aja. And I thought, well, I don't know. Everyone just accepted it, except for Aja, who said yeah. she was gassy. She said, <laughs> night. I have a confession. I'm gassy at night. Honestly, that is the best thing I've ever heard, and I will use that if I'm ever told I need to share a room. I'm going to say I'm gassy at night. So then make because your own no, decision. Nobody's going to want to stay. I, it, well, nobody's going to be like, yeah, I'm fine with that. I'll stay with her. No, they're going to be like, switch this up, get her her own room. Like, truly, we need a new plan. The most genius thing on this whole series was that moment where I was like, I've learned so much. And do you think it's true, or do you think she was just trying to get her own room? She's trying to get her own room. I don't blame her. She's so smart. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, she's so smart. But I just didn't understand that. One, I feel like there's got to be more rooms. And two, I just felt like, why are none of them challenging this? That's the thing. I feel like, okay, I feel like this is where the show kind of misses the mark. Because we didn't talk about this, but in one of the episodes before, the only real drama was with Victoria and, was it Johan? Johan. Johan. Johan, yes. Um. They had like an actual fight where fries were thrown, which already has set me off, and a drink. And then it's like it never happened. It just like, at least at this point, it kind of, she cries about it. She talks to people. And then it's gone. If this was Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, we would see it over and over and over and over again. And I I agree. And I mean, that one's work related and we saw it play out like with her boss. She did get a little talking to and that was uncomfortable. I think because it doesn't relate to the other girls as much. It's not. But there's another situation like that from a previous episode where she, Victoria, got all the suitors at the speed dating night. Mm -hmm. That was kind of I know it wasn't exactly her fault, but she's definitely one of those people who pretends she isn't aware that she is like captivated every room she walks into. She's like. She's a everyone to think girl. she's like, yeah, she's a girl's girl. Like she, oh, and she when she's that. in clubs, she's in, you know, she turns around and faces the other way. So she doesn't even like dance up against a guy that you're interested in. It's like she, and that's her way of saying like, my presence is so yeah. desired that like, I wouldn't even encroach on the space of a guy you're interested in. So that'll happen. And they were all pretty, I think they were really not just mad or hurt, but like embarrassed because some yeah. of them didn't get chosen and every guy picked Victoria. How are they not all talking about that? That's all I'd be talking about. I'd, I'd be I with think, Gassy Anya and that's all we'd be doing. Well, I exactly. And I think like they'd get to this big house and I feel like someone should be like, so did you go out with any of the seven guys who wanted your number? Like, mm-hmm. and try and make her feel bad about it. I'm waiting for someone to do that. <laughs> <laughs> it needs a little more pettiness, honestly. Yeah, I agree. They're, it's almost like they're going along to get along a little too much. They forgot that this needs to have some conflict. So I will totally give you that. And I feel like what you mentioned with the fight with Yoan and with Victoria and the speed dating are two good examples of things we could still be talking about because they seem absolutely. like a big deal to me. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I'm with you. <sighs> so then they're getting ready for the casino and they're going out and, you know, the way these girls dress and do hair and makeup, again, I was, I missed the whole day yeah. everybody learned how to do hair and makeup. Like I have to pay people. Anytime I have to look nice, if you ever see me, my hair looks good. It's because someone did it. I just don't know how. I'll do the same thing on both sides of the hair, but it's completely different. Different world. So they're out and they're talking about how cold it is. But um, I think it's Emily. And she's like, 
no, I think it's Margot. And she's like, it's so cold. But her jacket is just like draped over her like little tiny bird arms. Yeah. And I'm like, you could be warmer. Like you could wear a sweater or a scarf. It's because she's wearing that freaking slip dress. And then I noticed, then I felt bad because she has a broken wrist. And I'm like, oh, okay. She has a cast. She couldn't put the coat on, though she still could dress more warmly. But then she find we find out she's broken it 10 times. Richard, where are you? Why aren't you <laughs> this helping is- this poor girl? Is she too, does she have bird bones? I think she has bird bones. She's like, I'm so clumsy. I'm like, there's clumsy and there's breaking your wrist 10 times. That just, I've never heard of such a thing. No. And is it the same one she keeps, like, let's spend more time on this. How is this happening? I felt like that was glossed. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I forgot she's an adult now, but as a child. I know. It's not a, I mean, you have to think if it's been 10 times, it's not all happened in a couple of years. Yeah. Although. I don't know. She's, she's if it has, she's got Gone Girl energy, and she's just hurting herself. And like, <laughs> tell me I'm wrong. I just was like, who breaks her wrist ten times? I've never heard of anything mm-hmm. like that. No, her little those little arms. Da- she's so dainty. Of course, she probably just she puts is... her arm down in an airplane and just crumbles. They all have this ability though to just like pull their hair all the way back and look stunning. I don't see why and you that, don't hate the show more. <laughs> you know, that 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 can rile me up. I'm not going to lie. That's when I'm like, they don't even have like an angle or a bad side or whatever. No. Mm-mm. Then I think we hear Casey saying that she just wishes there was some way she could stay in Paris. And she's telling the girls about the latest with the visa. And basically they're like, there is. You could <laughs> you could yeah. have done your stuff earlier and on time and right. done what you needed to do. Yeah, and she's still not having it, but she's a little nicer this time receiving this. She's a little nicer this time. Yeah. But she is interesting too because like she's very um like jerky in her movements and her mannerisms yeah. and they all are really distinct from one another. Like they're it's easy to remember who is who. I mean, think about some of the housewives casts like OC sometimes at some points there's so many blonde women right with the same who go to the same doctor for the same procedures like it, it gets hard to like, and their yeah, personalities yeah. aren't particularly compelling. You can barely pick them out of a lineup. Like these girls are really distinct from one another. Would you say? Rebecca, Melissa? I'm trying to give you something. I don't know if I can give you this. I will say it only took me two episodes to learn everybody's names. And I, that feels pretty impressive. That's what I mean. Yeah, I, I That's figured what I mean. it out. Like they stand on their own. Like they have their own vibe, even though they all look great in a group and they're all dr- they all dress well and fashionably. They all have their own style. Like, I don't know. Why am I dying on this hill? I don't, I have you nothing to gain from this. <laughs> Winsome and this girl's trip. It's, oh, um, fun thing. I haven't shown you this, but um, our friend Kim sent me something for my birthday. She sent me a bracelet that says with arms wide open and then a, a tag so thing that says Creed. No, she called it my Scott's Tots. And, um, well, I mean, it's very sweet, but it's so funny and perfect. So we all have our things, Rebecca, and this might yes. be yours. Tell me if this I'm wrong. Might I'm wrong. Be mine, but I just wish I knew what it revealed. Someone, what does this reveal about me? It's Let's the YA going. thing. Once in about the fourth episode, I realized like they're talking about yeah. lots of inappropriate things, and I was like, this is Rebecca's thing. This is her yeah, young people true. getting busy. It's true. And it's set in another country that's like basically my, you know. Yeah. Piece de resistance, if you will. <laughs> I'm closing up shop if you do. You have one more. 
Bye, Melissa. One more. Nice knowing you. Bonjour. <laughs> okay. So then they do the cheers and they do, this is what I meant by the cliche. Like, this is when it started. I felt like everything they practically did from here on out the rest of the episode was just like something we've seen so many times on reality TV, but they don't know because they were in fourth grade when it all started happening. Yeah. They were all cheersing and looking each other in the eye because you know what will happen if we don't look each other in the eye. And I'm just like, we got to like... You guys are sex positive. You are 20 and living oh your best gosh. life. Yeah. Enough. <laughs> okay. Maybe. Um, okay. I feel like keep this energy going because I could uh, I could still turn. There's still I'm time for you. me to turn. I'm getting you. Oh, one thing I'll add. I did not like Anya. And I told you that at the beginning. I couldn't stand yeah. her. It was too much. She is too much. I've come to appreciate her and enjoy her. And we're learning we're finally learning in the sixth episode and kind of going into the seventh about her background a little bit. And, yeah. and so to me, that makes her more it relatable. Helps. Yes. Cause she yeah. grew up not having very much and she's just trying to create this life for herself. And that's very admirable. I think that's amazing what she's been able to do. She throws these parties. Like she's just everyone's yeah. friend. I love all that about her. Here's where she loses me again. She meets her okay. fiance at what did they say? Not the Regency. The Ritz. Yeah, it was the Ritz. Yeah, it was the Ritz. Yeah, <laughs> it was the Ritz. Ritz. So they want to get married at the Ritz, and yeah. they don't have the Ritz money, and so she yeah. just will die on this hill that she's getting married at the Ritz because she has to have this really nice wedding. And I just keep thinking, lady, if I could do it all over again, I would have pocketed the very little money I spent on I my know. wedding and used it for something else. Like it's, you know, this many years out. It, I don't know. It's not that exciting. So hearing her say that, I'm like, oh, man, there's so much more to life than your wedding day. Is that terrible? Am and I the bitter? venue. And, no, it's not. She is a hopeless romantic. I mean, like yes. the definition of one. Mm-hmm. And But what I appreciate about her, because <laughs> why? Because, you know, of course, I've been paid this. here to defend mm-hmm. all of the girls of Paris, is that she's aware of it. She's self-aware. Yes. I do think there some of these other girls are living into this, like, existence, and they're not kind of in on it and she's in on it she's like we have champagne taste and a beer budget and she says that she's like we get Mm -hmm. these clothes at the outlet she literally said woodbury commons which is the outlet out one hour outside of new york city and she sounds like a new yorker so i'm sure she's from somewhere in new york Mm -hmm. so she shops at outlets like they're aspiring to a lifestyle that is not something that was or at least for her was not like as you said part of her life and she's really aware of it and so i give her a complete pass because she it's like for whatever reason that fantasy fuels her and makes her happy and absolutely yeah i know no no i totally agree that's where i kind of came at with her but started off where i was like i can't take this woman however i did think later in the episode when she was talking about maybe i should wait for it but when she was talking about the um the next Firestone event she's throwing, mm-hmm. the Surrealist Cocktail Dinatois. I, I don't know what that means, Mm-mm. but I was thinking she's like a financial white collar crime doc. <laughs> waiting to happen? Wait, yeah, Waiting to happen. Like, I also could see her being a little Anna Delvey-ish. You know what Ooh. I mean? Like, Anna Delvey wasn't self-aware, though. She was really manipulative. I don't think Anya is, but I'm like, something could go down with her because she wants it so bad. So we got Jen Shaw, Erica, Anya. Hey, this is going to I mean, eventually be a criminality episode, a real one. The, produ- the producers know, you know, what to look for. Maybe they already know something. Who Absolutely. knows? I mean, she is the oldest. Like, she could have some financial skeletons in her little closet. So, yeah, this could come up again. We'll, we'll 
put a pin in that Book for now. It. But um, mm-hmm. So we have the cheers or else Aja does the friendship poem. There's these ships and those ships, but the real ships are fr- that whole yeah. thing. And I'm like, really? We've seen this, but they don't know. They don't know that. I guess you're right. I guess when your whole life has been streaming and you've never had to sit through commercials or record no, something. And they or- didn't watch early years of Southern Charm and Old House. They don't know this stuff. Like, Man, we've done it. They think they're they're cutting edge on a lot of things, like, but not these toasts. Like, no, no, they're rough. They they just they're not they're not aware. So here's the note that I actually meant to say about Anya about her financial crimes. I wrote she is one hot dog from the Ritz away from bankruptcy. <laughs> <laughs> but I hope not. True. But it feels like maybe. <laughs> well, she has amazing dreams, but they're kind of I'm like that that's a full fledged idea, but will it work? I don't think it's gonna work. Yeah. So she's created a really interesting business, these art tours. And then she takes the girls on one while they're in Cannes. And I do think that was really cool because they were yeah. like, these are usually really boring and Anya made it really fun. And it looks like she does. Like she gives you this one little gem of information and she doesn't bog you down with annoying details and they keep moving. But she has big grand ideas about these immersive cocktail parties in Paris where everything yeah. from the home to the wine you're drinking to the jewelry someone's wearing is all purchasable. And I'm like, I like this. Like, this is interesting. And it feels like something one percenters would sure. absolutely want to do. And she just like, I just I don't know. I don't know if it's going to happen for her. And I, you can just feel how bad she wants it. Like that meeting, yeah, I think it was yeah. the episode prior with the investors. Oof, mm-hmm. that was tough. Yeah, yeah. No, I agree. But, I mean, she has a lot of drive. It makes more sense than the slinky dresses that the other one wants to do. But, I mean, it doesn't necessarily make more sense, but it's more thought out. She's definitely thought it through. It just, I don't know, the idea of going into a house and being like, oh, this cheese I love, I want to buy it. Got it. That makes sense to me. Actually, yeah. But the rest of it, like, I want to buy this piece of art while I'm here and also this house, like, it's just a little too much. Yeah, it's like, should I go to the moon or should I go to a Firestone cocktail party, cocktail de natoire, which I could not find a translation for. I don't know what that means. I couldn't figure out how to even spell it. No idea. I wrote it phonetically. It says D-E-E-N-A-W-T-W-A, de natoire. (laughs) Also, we see Casey, who's literally at the airport to go back. She's not deported, but she has to go back because her visa's not there and she's going to miss her flight. She's like, I'm here and I hope to make my flight, but I don't know if I will. I'm like, you can't even make the flight that you had to take home because you couldn't get your visa sorted. Like she is a mess. Yeah, it was a little, it was not a little, it was a lot too much where I'm like, at some point people stop feeling bad for you because like you are bringing this all on yourself, rubber duck. Okay, I'm so sorry. I think my notes were out of order, and I just scrolled down and saw all this other stuff about Cannes. I'm so sorry. Oh, no, you're good. You're good. Okay, I think that was a little out of order. I do have another quote, and this one I felt like, I don't know who said this. Do you remember one of them said, oh, remember when they saw the bug, they saw the spider, and they freaked out? That was a big, that was a big spider. It was a big spider. But then they saw, it was Anya, and she sees a moth, and she's like, oh, it's a moth. Everyone hide your cashmere. Yeah, and yeah, I, thought, I like, wrote that, that down. That's like some Sonia Ramona-like stuff. That's where I get why she was cast. One of my notes says, yeah. I four episodes in, I understand why she was cast. I don't need to be yeah. friends with her, but I enjoy her for these little quips throughout that were kind of fun. Less, they, still hokey, but less hokey than the other ones. I agree. 
I agree. Some are misses, but um, but I appreciate them. Some of them are very well placed and and time. And then the girls throw her a surprise bachelorette party because I guess she is engaged. I didn't realize they were so formally engaged and they just yeah. keep pushing the wedding off because, like you said, they want it at the Ritz, but they can only afford the Hilton. So that was cute because they came together to to do something for her. And she's always doing the thoughtful things. She's the hostess. Right. She's the gift giver. She was wrapping all the presents at the Secret Santa. She's the mom. And they yeah. took care of her. And so that was actually sweet. Yeah. It was but they sweet. did a terrible job party planning. It was terrible. Like the balloons and the rose petals looked like lackadaisical. The rose petals confused the crap out of me. I'm like, what is this party? It doesn't make any sense whatsoever. It's just they were just scattered and there were balloons. I like it was like an A for effort, but I was like, girls, come on. Like, where's Richard? Like, surely he has a fabulous French friend who could help. Come on. Richard probably had to make the penis bread named Hector. <laughs> He's been through enough tonight. <laughs> that was maybe her best zinger of the night when they were talking about sleeping with him with the croissant with the baguette. Yeah. And she said you might get a yeast infection. Yeah. That was I good. Know. I wrote that one down that too. Was good. She had some good yeah. ones. She's got some good one. They play a twerk game with tennis balls and Anya twerked. That was pretty fun. Yeah, I wrote, you know, that book, um, like French Women Don't Get Fat or something. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. It was very controversial. Mm -hmm. I was like, yeah, they also don't twerk, apparently. (laughs) Yeah. Like Margot, it was not twerking. She's going to break her other wrist. Yeah, her (laughs) hips. See, now we can start relating. Broken (laughs) hips. Put her on the housewives. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. But overall, like this show, I, okay, I get it. But you know what? I saw somebody tweet and it was probably Danny Pellegrino um, because it seems like something he would say. Like that he watched this and I think I went into it with this in my head. He was like, I don't want young housewives. Like I don't want these young people unless they are behind a restaurant chain smoking at Sir. like. Vanderpump right, Rules, right. love that group. Early seasons. Summer House, yeah. somehow I love that season. I didn't think I would. Yep. This, yep. something about it misses the mark. And it could be that because it's in another country that, like, the producers are different or – I don't know. Sure. Because, uh, like I said, 90 Day Fiance, 90 Day Fiance UK, it's edited completely different. And yeah, I don't know how I feel. It's just a little different. And so I feel like they're missing out on some drama on this show. And I think – delving into just a little bit of it would really help. They don't have to hate each other. I just need to see a little bit more. I, com- I completely agree. I mean, I, I agree with they need more drama and they need to lean into some of these disputes and turn them into something. Yeah. Because otherwise we are just watching like a, a field trip, like a very wonderful, like fortunate thing that most people don't get to do. And it's right. like, why are we watching this? But I will say, I don't put this in the same category. To me, this is a complete one-off. It's not is this like all a the gallery Bravo shows. Girls? Yes, okay. it I didn't is watch like that, a gallery but... girls, mm-hmm. and I, I, I. It's like a very specific window of time in a young woman's life, and I'm wistful for it. I don't know why. I could watch it. I could eat it up. I don't. I, this is me. Take Listen, me I love me. that for you. But I did see the next preview, and I'm going to watch it. They like got mad at what's her face for Emily Emily having COVID while she was flying, and then knowing was, she had COVID, knowing she had COVID, and flying. And then there was something else that happened that I was like, okay, now we're Joanne is something. back. Yes, there and it is. And he's like, you oh, you know, you attacked you me, which me. she Prison. did. Mm-hmm. 
Yoan is an interesting character too. Like mm-hmm. he was like a terrible employee, but then she handled Horrific. it so poorly. But like it wasn't like he was in the right. But he, I love how self righteous he is. Oh yeah, but the thing was, she was trying so hard to be mature and. Oh, when I she know. brought a list to confront him with, oh, I was like, he's, that's me. He said, I know you didn't bring a notebook. He's like, this has got to be good. <laughs> Absolutely. Like a list is the only way to be prepared. And uh, but then she was like, I'm coming to you as a friend. And she's doing all these things she knows she's supposed to do, but without yeah. maybe the maturity to be able to actually execute it. Because the second he yep. said something to her, she lost her minds. Mind. Yeah, and mind. that was her first mistake, honestly, was making it about their friendship. It should have just mm-hmm. been about work. And yeah. she should have done it in the workplace and then, like, settled the personal stuff, only addressed that outside. Like, she should have separated these two issues. She conflated mm-hmm. them. I think that was yeah. her mistake. Yeah. But how do you know that at age 24, you don't? Yeah, yeah. Oh, man. I can't. You got to throw a couple Cosmos before you learn that lesson. Am I right? <laughs> but not <laughs> carbs. You don't have to throw carbs. There's no Yeah, don't reason. waste the frites. No. Don't waste the frites. That was really disappointing. So, um, yeah, but I, I want to see the next episode for sure. So do I care if there's another season? For you, I do. I want it for you. Look, That's I good. will sleep another night if there isn't. I just... It's been a fun departure for me. I've that's, enjoyed it. That's good. I like that. Yeah. Um, I will say thought these were half hour episodes, Rebecca. They are not half hour episodes. They are forty two minute runtime times six. I have watched a lot of girlfriends in Paris. That um, was you're really you're a really good girlfriend in Orlando. <laughs> When I played the first one, I was like, maybe the first one's just 42 minutes. And I got to the second. I'm like, I'm going to need That's shockingly long. Fight. There's a lot of fluff Something. in these. These could be trimmed. For they could sure. absolutely be trimmed. I think a 30 minute yeah. show, it would be perfect. But I'm like, we're not. I agree. Mm-mm. You're not Ramona. They're too long. Mm-hmm. How many do you think are in a season? I have completely <laughs> Okay, let's play favorites. Who's your okay. favorite? And who's Ooh, your least favorite? Okay. My favorite. Favorite? Oh, I don't know. Um, is it going to be Anya? It might be Anya. I feel for her with her backstory, and I want the best for her. Yeah, and I need her to calm down a little bit. Um, but yeah, she's probably my favorite. She's one. If she's she was my... missing, it would not be at all something I would want to watch. I agree. She's necessary to the cast, mm-hmm. and I really like her too. My mom really likes her. My mom really wanted to join us tonight melissa Um, it's okay she'll come another time but um i happened to just be staying at her house so she was like well i just really want to get in on the conversation with you and i told her she could on friday when she listens barbara just so you know i really wanted you on here (laughs) (laughs) but she loves anya and she's like i did not expect to like the show but i do and i'm like well i guess the apple doesn't fall far from the tree no kidding so do i mom (laughs) um i think anya like i really am not i'm having a hard time with emily because, well, and Margot, I have a hard time with Emily and Margot. Emily, because she came there to start and continue her mother's business in Paris and has just done a complete 180 and gone into fashion. All of a sudden she's like, yeah, no, I don't want to work for my mom, basically Jill Zarin anymore. I want to, I like clothes. She was like, look how comfortable this is. What? That's all you're going to say? Know. Then I could be a designer. I know. And then all the other girls who are trying to like get jobs in fashion and they're just like, ay, ay, ay. but, um, but then Margot can be frustrating. I think she's like, I think she's a frustrating character. And I think being friends with Margot would be really hard. She seems super easygoing, but I think because her life lacks any structure, mm-hmm. 
I think she just like breaks wrists and gets tiny tattoos. Like that's her existence. <laughs> I'm but serious. maybe it's to cover the scars from all the time. The freaking wrist. They breaks. would need to be bigger. She True. needs sleeves. <laughs> Okay, so who would you want to be friends with? Because that's a different thing than mm. saying a favorite character. Who could you be friends yeah. with? Who could be your real girlfriend in Paris? That's a great question. I know. I just thought of it. There's something frustrating about each of them. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to fall into like a mom role like Anya to Casey. I kind of enjoy Casey. I, I'd say Aja or Victoria. That would be mine. Yeah. I think Aja would be mine. When she was saying she needs a new room because she's gassy, I'm like, you are only going to grow into a more wonderful person. I'm going to love you forever. She's a little too honest and I love it. Yeah. What you see is what you get. I mean, she's beautiful, Mm -hmm. but also like what she's thinking you hear. And I like that. Like there's no guesswork. Victoria, I don't know that you could trust her entirely. So I don't actually think I would pick Victoria. I think it would be Aja. And I I think she's fun. Like she seems like a fun person and also at the end of this episode it ended with her talking about her boyfriend Alex and I felt like that was a vulnerable moment for her like she's not the most vulnerable of the group I feel like she keeps it a little light and keeps it fun but she revealed some things that like she really wants love and had kind of been putting parameters on him like she wanted to keep it open but maybe maybe what she has is really good although I don't know I haven't seen anything about this guy that seems so impressive so I'm like don't settle just yet no young friend this is coming from yeah <laughs> like, just you're You've in Paris like yeah give it a minute but um but it was just sweet to see her kind of process that out loud and yeah, um, yeah. but I also was just worried that maybe she was feeling like I don't know there wouldn't be any better I'm like there will be yeah that guy doesn't yeah. seem that great Mm-mm. no he's a dime a dozen and better. yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah. Have you been to Paris? Rebecca, I've barely <laughs> left my state. And on top of that, I barely leave my home. What do you think? Have you been to Paris? Just once. And it was recent. It was just, just years ago. once. That is it. Just you once. You don't get to say just once going to Paris. Well, some people have been many times. I have a friend. Okay, maybe this is why I love it. So I'm going to mention her name because maybe she even listens. Joelle. So she's okay. a California girl, but I met her in New York. She lived in the city and she fell in love with a Frenchman in Paris. She was literally at a pizza shop. He owned it. They fell in love. She lives in Paris now okay. and they have a child. Like she is an expat. She is a girlfriend in Paris. She is my girlfriend in Paris. So I guess I, I've, I've seen it in real life. I've seen the story and the way it can end. <laughs> I'm a believer, Melissa. Um, but no, so she was been to Paris so many times. Like that was like her right. thing was she loves Paris. So she would just go once every year, every other year. I don't know. And one day she met her soulmate. Okay. Well, that is great. So what do you do with that? I'm happy for her. <laughs> I don't know. I met my husband anyway, on so a that dating was my answer. It doesn't even exist just anymore. Once. So, um, okay. Well, just once is fun. I went to Haiti, which is, they speak French. Does that count? No, but it doesn't. But that's really cool. I've also been to French, like non-France, French-speaking countries. So that's something, too. We get around. We get around. I get to... I don't want to leave my house. Honestly, I've done too much traveling as it is, and I've barely left. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to get you somewhere someday. Uh, You just wait and see. (laughs) Or I'm just going to have to come to Orlando. How do we end this, Rebecca? Let's end it with a chef's kiss or a... The opposite of chef's kiss. So it sounds like you're open to watching more. So it's like a half, it's like a, 
Maso menos. That's I Spanish. give it. I give it two croissants out two of five. Two croissants. Okay. I get it. I give it um, three point five croissants. Uh, let's be honest. I give it four. I give it four solid croissants and a chef's kiss. You give it a hearty five <laughs> and a YA time I give of it, your life. Yeah, I give it hard eyes the next beret. to the Eiffel Tower emoji. Yes, and a baguette. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe it's just like the state I'm in right now. I'm, I love it. Yeah. I'm concerned. Thank you for watching it concerned. with me. Absolutely. Thank it was you. it was fun. It was it was I knew I got to talk to you about it, so that was fun. Of course. That's End of summer. Highlight. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> well, this was a fun one-off or a fun-off as I like to say. Thank you everybody for listening. We will be back next week, don't worry, with an actual criminality episode. Melissa is up and she has a doozy for us i did guess what it is i cannot wait Mm -hmm. so thanks for listening today you can catch melissa on tuesdays on her podcast moms and murder and you will catch us in a week with a new episode and rebecca are your episodes out now october 12th season five of dialogue wednesdays nice okay well we'll both be here wherever we are and so yeah we won't be skipping a week it'll go right next week so you get two weeks of shows Tell us what you think of the girlfriends in Paris if you're watching. I'm going to do a post the day of this episode comes out and just let us know if you're watching, if you hate it or love it. It's a safe space because you've got, you know, me and Melissa representing both sides. So let us know what you think. I will judge you. Um, I know Rebecca just said it's a safe (laughs) space. But the next time you recommend a show to me, person that also agrees with Rebecca, I'm going to have to think about it. Okay, and you name the next show. I'm going to watch it, and we'll do a recap down the line when we need to. And if it needs to be Sister Wives, I need a reason to watch it. We'll see. Yeah, I'm thinking Sister Wives. We'll see. It's fun. Yeah. It's dark. I'm ready. All right. Dark me up from the City of Lights. Take care, everybody. (laughs) Goodbye. Bye. Thank you for listening to Criminality. If you're enjoying the show, please head over to Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen and give the show a rating and review. The reality is it would be a crime to keep your thoughts to yourself. And come join the fun outside of the podcast and follow us on social media. We are at Criminality Show on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Memes are welcome. We'll see you in two weeks with a new episode. Until then, you can catch my co-host Melissa on her weekly show, Moms and Murder. And Rebecca Sebastian on her podcast, Dialogue, a true crime conversation. Don't forget, loving reality isn't a crime.